Hello, hello, hello. It's David's podcast show. It's absolutely savage, and it's David's podcast show. How's it going, lads? Um, welcome to Absolutely Savage uh, with me, David Savage, and I hope you're all doing well. Um, it's good to be recording here on a Friday night. Um, just after uh, completing my week of work, we're nearly finished for Christmas, so I'm fairly bait out. But this is my interview with um, a very old friend of mine, Katie O'Keefe. Um, absolutely fantastic personality. Uh, somebody who's working in the radio industry at the moment, working for Cork's 96 FM. Uh, so you might know her as a news reporter slash reader. Um, just general bit of crack, bit of chat. Uh, we always kind of bounced off each other well, so... Looking forward to you hearing this. So here's myself and Katie. Take care, lads. All right, lads. How's it going? Welcome to Absolutely Savage. And this week, I'm delighted, absolutely delighted to be joined by Katie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I sounded way too happy there than I actually am. That was a lie. Sorry. <laughs> you should be very happy to have me on. You should be very happy to be on this show. This is actually the most prestigious and up-and-coming podcast in Cork at the moment. I feel ridiculously honoured. You feel ridiculously honoured? <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you, obviously you can't see this, uh, but like Katie didn't even bother getting a camera for a computer and I actually dressed up really nicely for this. You're wearing a t-shirt. What? <laughs> Where's the suit? I, I'm wearing a full-on tuxedo at the moment. I can't take a picture of it because my camera on my phone happens to be broken, but I actually, I'm wearing, like, the bow tie and everything, like, because bow ties are cool. Like, I'm wearing the whole lot. Well, I'll be honest with you, I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> Don't tell people that. People have to have the illusion that that we're always dressed really nicely. You've, you've been doing this for a while. You should know that, like. Yeah, I do that in my pajamas too sometimes. <laughs> very good you know what actually i was thinking that that uh, for a long time there when i was off where uh for covid not with covid i didn't have covid thankfully um somebody in the sky is watching after me but i uh <laughs> i i didn't get covid but i was off for three months uh with work because uh, we just didn't have any work but i'd say i didn't put on a pair of jeans for three months and when i finally put them on it was such a foreign feeling you know yeah there's actually nothing worse than now like even now i'm like I have to leave the house. Does that mean I actually have to look presentable? I'm so used to not getting dressed and getting ready. Well, Katie, don't be modest. Like you wrote there um, uh, on the front line, weren't you not? No, at one stage. Well, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't say I was front line. So, like, I work for a newsroom. I work for Cork Ninety Six FM, and yeah, I was. I was there, but like, there's lads in the newsroom that work properly on the front line. That was uh that ninety six FM I've heard of that that's the one that's comes after mine and uh, the JNLR figures isn't it I think it would be I'd say so <laughs> um I'm not on JNLR um anyway but no <laughs> like no yeah yeah I, I so you were just sitting in the newsroom while everyone else was going out risking their lives yeah well no I wasn't sitting in the newsroom but like I would I generally cover so local politics so I cover council and stuff but like. This isn't a politics uh, podcast, I presume. But yeah, so I wasn't really like, we have a senior news reporter, Fiona Corcoran, and she did mainly the out on the real front line, I would say. So I kind of just helped out with the things that she couldn't make. 
So, yeah. Okay. Now you're on about politics there. Um, this podcast is actually everything, but uh, I learned uh, recently that 90% of our audience are Donald Trump supporters and very right wing um, nationalist Irish party as well. So we have to be very careful about what we say. There's no left leaning views allowed on this show. If that's okay. Oh God. Okay. Nothing. Like, I'll just I'll just stay neutral. <laughs> they just took over my listenership. I didn't ask. Them. I don't. I don't think I, I. I mentioned a few conspiracy theories, but I didn't ask them. I don't know. I didn't ask them to take over my listenership. Yeah. Well, look, where you get your fans is where you get them. There's nothing you can do about that. Exactly. And I love my fans. I love having. I, I love. I like the idea of having fans. I don't know if I actually do, but I like having the idea of it anyway. You know. Sometimes they interact with what me. What would you call them? Little uh, savages. Little savages, or um, uh, yeah, little savages, uh, is probably the best way to is probably the best one <laughs> to have. Um, my group of royal savages, yeah, that's probably it. I don't know what you Lady Gaga call her friends, little monsters, was it? Monsters, yeah. Yeah, minor little savages. That sounds better. Um, <laughs> so you're saying about politics? So you're into you're the part you're polit- you're the politics lady in '96. Is that right? <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as that now, but <laughs> I'd give it a good go. <laughs> no, no. Um, but you were interviewing Graham Norton a, f- a few months ago, I saw. So actually, oh, believe it or not, it was November last year. What? So I'm, 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 I, I don't know. With, with this year, I actually this, don't know what time is anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's just mush now. <laughs> like, yeah, so that was a year ago. I can't believe it. What's he like, actually? Great. So I only I was only there with him personally for about fifteen minutes, but he's exactly what you would see on TV. So, yeah, people say like, that. Right? I was hoping he'd be an arsehole, to be honest with you. That's what I was really hoping you tell me. I like I like. I was um, really gossip. afraid of that. I was really afraid of that. I was like, why? Like, I don't want to meet one of the people that I watch all the time on TV. But no, he was the exact same. Just like not as in front of the camera. He was more normal than yeah. usual, but. He's the exact same. Yeah, no, I, I was hoping he'd be like your man in Father Ted. Remember Henry Sellers, your man who took a sip of sherry, you know? Sack <laughs> me, BBC bastards. That's what I was hoping, but I'm disappointed. No. Um, is there anyone, is there any um, bastard celebrities you've met? You can you can tell here, we're all friends here, don't worry. No, I've only met Graham Norton and Ryan Tuberty, so. Oh, you no love Ryan Tuberty. But, um, me and Ryan yeah, Tuberty. Me and Ryan Tuberty are going to do a podcast soon. Um, I keep messaging him about it. Uh, he hasn't replied yet, but I think he's. It, I think he's thinking about it anyway. You know, he's just probably waiting, you know, for the right peak time to come on. Yeah, I'm going to call it tubs of lard. Um, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be uh, an improv show where people send in uh, movie ideas, and we try to come up with uh, a movie on the spot. It's actually a live uh, podcast. It's it's so it's. It's a strange format, you know. I I look forward to it. <laughs> this is happening, right? This is definitely happening. <laughs> Put it out there. Once it's out there, you never know. No, my all-time fantasy, I've been saying this for a while, but my all-time like dream is to get on the late late show with him, but really intimidate him, you know, like being like, I'm gonna have your job. I'm just, I'm just gonna have it. Like, you know, and he he's obviously gonna like you know play it <laughs> off as a joke, but I'm gonna be like, no, no, I I'm going to I'll I'll do anything necessary, but I'm going to take your job. Do you know? <laughs> so the long term goal is that chair. Um yeah, probably. That <laughs> no, I would I, I don't know what I like the late late show. I wouldn't like I I don't know if I'm a TV person. As I say, I do like dressing casually, yeah. you know. 
yeah, cameras are a whole different story, actually. I think we when do. we went to college, like, imagine two years ago, like, mm. the messing we used to do, if there was a camera in front of us, like, it wasn't TV college. There was, no, like, that. we were lucky, because because I recently, like, well, again, recently, I lost track, track of time, it's about a year and a half ago at this stage, there was a friend of mine got on to me and said that RTE were filming in Cork and they're looking for young people to take part, whatever, and he offered me, and I was going to go for it, but I just don't think... I, I don't know. I, I, I actually would get a bit anxious with a camera on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I the exact same. I think it's just a lot of pressure. That's what I like, mean. You're not like, even, you know. Especially if it was for a job then as well, you're kind of thinking about, are you doing the job right? What do I look like? Is this okay? Is that okay? Who's watching me? What do they think? So you just go on, whereas on radio or podcasts or broadcasts that's behind the camera, like you just have to focus on your talent and your job. Yeah, because like for people that don't, there's a lot of people have never seen me, you know, um, people who just come across this podcast and haven't actually looked at my social media. But if you check out my social media, I look a bit like Jason Momoa, kind of, without the long hair. Yeah, I can lie. I can lie on this show. No, no, Nobody's going to report me. Well, exactly. <laughs> That's the point, though. It's like people just fall in love with your voice and what you talk about. So they don't care what you look like. Um, yeah, it, as you were saying there about college, that's two years ago. That was a very, that was actually such a fun experience that I'd love to relive it again for even just for a little bit, oh, you know? It was amazing. It was amazing. Like, it was honestly, I think I did three different years of college and three different courses, and that was definitely my favorite. Yeah, like my first year in there, I thought it was only okay because I think the second year was definitely a lot more hands on, you know? Like, you were more of a personality, yeah. you know? And I think as well that there was a good mix of the journalist students and the radio students mixed together. So I think that was good as well. But most of the good mix came from the radio students, I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, definitely. That's definitely... Because, like, journalists think an awful lot different, you know? Like, it's it's definitely something that was... At, you know, so for people who don't know, we studied radio broadcasting in uh, Klaus Stefan Neffe, which was... is definitely something I'd recommend because if you're interested in broadcasting, it's fantastic. Like, it, it, you definitely get the best experience, I think, of any course in Ireland, I'd say, really. Oh, definitely. Like, 100%. Within a week of being... Sitting in a classroom with Pete O'Neill, who's the head of the course, you would just be like, okay radio is it i'm in love with the industry so it's just an amazing course they should be paying us for this free advertising yeah actually <laughs> yeah i should i should, have to be, I should just, you know what i should just drop him a message actually yeah you know how are you getting on nice to talk to you and all the rest but just 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 casually dropping it there that i advertised on your on my podcast so uh, money please you know um <laughs> yeah no P- peter is um is a fantastic uh, personality. He's, uh, he, I don't know how to describe exactly what I'm trying to say, but I think out of, out of, to get an insight into radio broadcasting, into what it's like to be in the industry as an aspiring student, he's definitely the best person to talk to, you know? Like definitely. And he tells you straight as well, if you're suited for a certain role, like he did tell me straight up like that. He didn't see me in presenting. Oh, that's like, not fair. That isn't, but he didn't say it in a mean way because he helped me then get to where I wanted to be. Because from the day I went into that classroom, I was like, okay, but how do I get a job? So he was put, like, he sent me in the right path. Every day I was like, okay, but do you have contact? Because I want a job. 
Yeah, you were kind of you, you kind of sunk your claws into that, all right, to be fair to you. Like in no, I'm saying that in a, that sounded mean. I'm saying that in a very nice way, to be fair to you. I kind of respected that an awful lot about you. Do you know, whereas I was kind of like, I just don't want this to end, you know, I like this. Do you know? Yeah, but I, I won't we won't mention any names now, but remember that day we went to a certain place and thought we were set for life. Oh, and... that place. <laughs> no, we won't. And thought that we thought we were set, but then it didn't happen <laughs> um yeah no so basically we we were given employment in this radio station uh we're obviously not going to use names um but yeah we thought we were set up uh with a job on a show which was quite a good show at the time as well and yeah they, they kind of ghosted us really didn't they yeah we none of us heard nothing but like that is that's just the industry unfortunately yeah. that's that's it but like if i had got that i wouldn't be where i am now so everything yeah. works out and that's true and i went away from broadcasting for a while i think i think that kind yeah, of like, yeah that kind of gave me a bit of a like it, it kind of landed me on my arse a bit and it's now that i'm back into it again i realize how much i missed it you know yeah i think this year especially like i think first of all it'd be a shame if you gave it up because you have a real passion for it and like you can see that a mile away and i think as well like this year especially i think ireland noticed how important local media is so definitely like, you couldn't get your news or even people who are home alone they got company in the radio yeah and like for me anyway like like my my show is my show is a lot of bollocks really like i'm not saying that as in kind of like trying to put myself i actually i love the fact that it is that though but that's what i like about doing a podcast is that i am my own boss at the moment anyway i'm starting out like this is only if this is only like probably the the tip of the iceberg and what I actually want to do but I like the freedom that I have you know yeah everyone has to start somewhere and like podcasting is huge at the moment like look how many people who have quit their job because they're now full-time podcasting from something they just started as a pastime yeah and that's what I'm hoping to do eventually which I am I'm aiming in that direction anyway and yeah it's looking more and more likely every day so that's definitely something I'm striving for you know definitely it's mad, actually. I can't believe it's been two years. <laughs> it's been so long, but like, it, it, see, I don't know. Like, a lot, life just goes that way sometimes, especially like, I've met a lot of people uh, that we were in college with, you know, a lot, a, you know, a lot since, like, even just to meet for a pint or whatever. And um, I actually ran into Cahill at uh, two different concerts, I think. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's great, though, but it is great because we were a great group. We were, we had great personalities. Um, I, I of course was the best one, and I was wasted in the end. But you know, <laughs> I, I do this a lot on this show. I, I act very arrogant, but Katie knows I'm not. Have to be your number one fan. <laughs> yeah, no, like I re- no, it's because I, I kind of got that feeling again from this show that I got from doing the boost, you know, like the boost was completely different to this. It's complete. like, I, I'm a complete, I'm actually a lot different of a person now than what I was then. Like listening back to that is, is funny for me. I was listening to it there recently, listening to podcasts from, uh, from those shows and it, it's a different world, but it's a different format as well, you know? Oh, it's mad. Like if the free reign we got back then, like it's, it's just crazy. So, it really yeah it, like it's unreal to think of the opportunities we actually got in that course like as in to be able to just 
like, like it was essentially like it was being thrown into a commercial situation, you know, and like Peter was very like and like he'd hate to be listening to this right now. I did not 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 to lead of anything against what we're saying or anything, but I just don't think I, I think he likes the commercial setting. And if I ever tried to do anything like this, it wasn't his style, you know what I mean? And that's like I suppose he wasn't training us to be podcasters, to be fair, you know. No, it it was a radio broadcasting course. Um, I think as well though, like what were we? We were 20 in that mm. course. Yeah, like, when you think 23 about year olds are very <laughs> like you grow a lot in that amount of time. Yeah, and like I don't know, a lot has happened in my life since and stuff, and things that I would have like things I would have taught back then. I've been educated a lot on things. So and that's that's the beauty of like growing old <laughs> you know we're not old like but do you know what i mean As, but i think actually sometimes i feel old not all, jesus we've another few years of being young and and whatever we are <laughs> um but a lot about covid i've been saying it to everybody that i've had on the show really about like what it's taught us about ourselves as people what it's taught us about other people the way they are and just the appreciation for life. Like, I think this Christmas is going to teach people an awful lot about what's important, you know? Oh, definitely. Like, you have no choice now but stay at home and look at your family. You can't go out and get drunk or have a party. It's just, it's not going to happen. I'll you, find you have a to way. Come back to basics. <laughs> you have to bring it back to basics. Get out of Monopoly. Kill each other that way. <laughs> no, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to bring my family into the sitting room and say, sit there. I want to look at you. The lady on the podcast said I should look at you. That's what I'm going to do. Isn't it? <laughs> we'll all take one around the room about what we love about each other. That would be so. Do you know what? Actually, that's such. That's a, that's a really fun idea for a game. We should try that at Christmas. Um, I mean, I do think it would end in murder. But... No, what's see? When I, when I, my fa- my family actually, we have a great crack at Christmas because we do all kind of get together, like as in uh, cousins. Um, like all you know cousins all of us together and stuff so yeah. we actually we do we do have a nice time and it's a good crack um as it's a bit different this year with covid obviously you know but look we're going to try and get together in whatever way we can safely you know and that's and that's the kind of message i like to get out to people is you can look christmas is a time to be together of course it is, but do do consider it like other people's safety don't go mad like you know yeah like without getting very news reportery of me like there was 582 cases today that's scary like and, like we're not even out of restrictions two weeks and yeah. it's shot up like we're not going to have the vaccine for everyone anytime soon so well obviously myself and yourself as entertainers um we were first in line after nurses straight after nurses and doctors i think <laughs> but no yeah but you're in all seriousness you're you're dead right like and i think people got carried away when they heard of a vaccine first because people were thinking oh fuck it like we're gonna have this for christmas and that's it christmas is sorted no points galore all the rest but it's not that simple like you know it's not and like i think i'm not too sure but i think the the first vaccine doesn't even do much i think you have to wait for the second one so we're in it for another bit yet which is unfortunate to say but i guess that's life I read an article on Facebook that said you grow a tail from the vaccine. Is that true? No. Okay, right. No. Gonna... <laughs> Do you know what, Katie? Could, well, you, could, you, say no. could you bloody indulge me for Christ's Sorry. sake? <laughs> no, yeah, um, no. But you do see people always, um, again, like sharing stuff about 
vaccination and stuff like that. I, I, the only thing I'll ever say to anybody is, look, you're entitled to believe whatever you want. If you if you're uncomfortable with the vaccine, that's absolutely fine. But definitely try to get your 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 information from credible sources. Don't just believe everything you read either. Like you know. Yeah, it's it's hard though this day, like these types of days. It's hard to know where to get your information from. Like that, you could go on a website that looks completely legitimate, and like it has proper heading. It says talk to doctor, whatever his name is, and it looks completely real. But like that's not the case. Yeah, no, I think you should get all your information from Doctor David Savage on Absolutely Savage. I think that's probably the best. I'm probably the most reliable, independent news source in Ireland at the moment. You know. I am going to just put an advisory that that is not the truth. But the, <laughs> this information may content content have shit content. <laughs> this it may content. Um, what was your first like? Because obviously I haven't talked to you in a long time, and you know a lot of has happened since. But what was your actual like feeling when this first came along? Like, were you like this is nothing, or were you scared? Like. When you when you first heard it's in Ireland, oh shit! Like, what was that like? Okay, so I remember. So it came to Ireland like the start of March, end of February. So I remember, kind of, saying, "Ah, oh, it's not going to happen. We're not going to get that. That's China. Like, surely the world is going to cop on and like close the borders, and we'll have no travel." And then the first person happened to be in Cork. And I was like, okay, this is one. But they'll they'll knock it on the head now. This is it, like. And then there was like mm. what one to a hundred all of a sudden. So, and then we locked it down. And I did I did think everything would be up and running for summer. Like I had a holiday booked to America. I was fully sure I was going to that holiday in July, and it was really <laughs> July before I realized I wasn't going. Okay, this isn't Joe Duffy. Like I had a holiday booked and I couldn't go. No, I'm having a go. Um, no, I, I, I actually, I 100% get you, like, because, like, I, I was convinced, because I remember Leo Varadkar came out. Um, at, With like, his Dermot in, Kennedy quote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Mean Girls. He quoted Mean, go- mean Girls at Mean Girls. Mean Girls at one stage as well, didn't he? I don't know who writes his speeches, but they were great. That's fantastic. I actually write his speeches. I write them under the uh, the uh, pseudonym Hugh Mungus. Um, so that's actually who writes the speeches. Me, I've been trolling him the whole time. Um, no, like, <laughs> no, but I was the same as you, like, because I remember thinking of other um, viruses and other, like, other things that have been around over the last few years, even the swine flu in two thousand and nine, and just thinking, like, sure, this is not going to be a big deal. All we have to, it's just people are just going to have to take more precautions by washing their hands more thoroughly and stuff like yeah. that. I didn't think it was going to be anything. Like, I didn't think it was going to shut down fucking life. Like, you know. Yeah, I when you said the swine flu there, that's exactly what I thought. Like my memory of the swine flu is there was hand sanitizing stations put into primary school. Like that was it. That was kind of the only difference. That is all I thought was gonna happen. Next thing it was sanitizer, then it was masks, then it was this two meters and like don't look at someone, don't even breathe near someone. Like it just it's it sounds crazy. And if you if we were back a year ago saying this is what's going to happen like you won't even be able to shake someone's hand yeah like, there's no way you could comprehend it i do miss shaking hands with people all right i don't miss hugs that much because i just don't but i do miss <laughs> shaking hands all right that was that was a really nice thing to be able to do with people you know so i do miss that but i'm a I'm, hugger so i miss hugs 
Yeah. All right. You know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I. I. Do you know what? I'm. I'm in one of those moods where I'm trying to. I. I'm in what you know one of those ones that I have where I'm just trying to shit on what people are saying. You know. So don't don't take it personally. I know you well enough by now. That's fair enough. Um, she doesn't know shit. No, but when Leo Varadkar came out and said, "Yeah, we're expecting this could be here by the summer," I was like, "Hardly." <laughs> Go away out of that. Hardly. <laughs> Christmas. It's Christmas now. It's like a COVID Christmas. Into the next summer. Like, can you actually imagine? Like, all festivals, like, industries have been decimated by this. And, like, I never, to me, it was just a few weeks off, a few weeks in bed, catch up on my sleep. Then it was like, okay, I'm getting a bit stir crazy here. Yeah, like, because I remember when I first came along, I was like, class, this will be loads of time off. No, we'll all be delighted. <laughs> you know, and when I first got time off, I was like, class, off for so long. Because we didn't know yeah. at first how long we'd be off, you know. And then work kept ringing us being like, yeah, it'll be another few weeks, whatever. And it got to a stage where I was like, oh, just get me out of this fucking house. Like, I need to go to work, like, you know. Yeah, no, and it was mad because, like, you could only leave, what, was it two kilometers from your house? Yeah, that like, was. I don't crazy. know. I don't know where about you live, but there is nothing to converse from my house. Yeah, you live in Donnerail, where the monorail is. You could have got the monorail and claimed essential service. I'm afraid it's away from two kilometers. <laughs> Does the monorail go home two kilometers? <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. further than that. I know. I, I think I've told you this before, but I never heard of Donnerail before I met you. You told me this once a week. <laughs> I love when people tell me things that are so obvious, but I don't realize that I'm saying these things. You know, it's like I'd say a joke, and, and they'd be like, every week it was like, every week was like, but why isn't there a monorail? You can't have a place called Donorail without a monorail. You can't really, like, that's kind of a crime. You should get one. Well, seriously. we do. <laughs> I don't know. You I should look get into one. it. Is Killian Murphy from Donorail? No, I think he's from Douglas. Jonathan oh. Reese Myers is from nearby, but not Donnerill. I think he's more Buddhist. Oh, okay. If Killian Murphy was in uh, Donnerill, like I would be in jail. Why? <laughs> that man is just everything. He's everything. No, why would you be in jail? It's not. We're doing very bad things. <laughs> Casey, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm. When you said, I'd be in jail if I knew Killian Murphy. That's, that's, if Killian Murphy, and Killian Murphy listens to this show because he tweeted about it a few weeks ago. So he's very frightened by hearing, I'd be in jail if I knew Killian Murphy. Do you have a vendetta out for him or something? No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I think he's beautiful. Oh, oh, it's that kind of jail. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You'd yeah, want be... No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to his wife. You'd want to be careful what you say in the show or you could be like, this could come up in a few years when you're running for public office yeah, or something. Yeah, it could just get twisted. You're Job right. interview. I heard you on this Spotify show. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was not me. I heard you on this Spotify show as if this show isn't is something... Come on, that's a, it's a lot more than just this Spotify show. Come on now. In years to come, they won't even need to tell me. It'll just be that big. 
Oh, you know what? Yeah, you redeemed yourself there because I was about to, I was about to go off on one there, and you know, it was yeah. like, oh yeah, open your open your old ivory tower up in ninety six FM, is it? Yeah, yeah. You don't look down. I, I bet you I'm ta- I bet you're taking time out, your precious time out, your day to talk to me, isn't it? On this mediocre network, yeah, not even on a network. Um, <laughs> no, oh, Spotify is a big network to be on. Spotify is the biggest network to be on. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, you know what though, Spotify is good and bad in a way and from the point that i'm not going to go into why it's bad too much obviously it's my it's my you know way of broadcasting but what i would say is that it's very good that it's so accessible for everyone like i it, it was very accessible for me to get on with this show you know yeah like i think it's a great way for people who don't fit the criteria not you now because you've done college and everything but like people who don't fit the criteria or don't want to fit the criteria of mainstream broadcasting it's their way to do it and for like independent artists and stuff to get out their music and stuff like so many people have gotten big because of spotify and tiktok is the other thing then yeah i'm not on tiktok um because (laughs) (laughs) you know the thing is like i've made so many like you know drunken um rants about tiktok for some reason i don't know why it's just when tiktok came out first i'm one of these assholes who's like oh everyone's on tiktok i don't want to be on that well as if i'm not generic like but i think i might have to just give in and go on it to be honest yeah i was 100 percent like you and then last christmas i gave in and i tell you like i don't know how you've just done lockdown without tiktok uh, it was actually fine i i had my own um i see I, i've been writing um stuff so I had my own mind, uh, which is uh, the most entertaining thing I've ever had. Stuff. Elaborate. <laughs> I haven't been writing shit. I've been trying to write stuff, but uh, um, I haven't been writing like much. Like songs, <laughs> books, poetry? Um, I wrote a movie. I don't know if you listened to it on the show about uh, it's Adam Sandler and um, Drew Barrymore because they're the dream team, you know? I haven't heard, so please do tell. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do it briefly. So basically, it's a movie okay. about Adam Sandler, and he's a burglar, but he's like a professional burglar with this other group of burglars, okay. and um, they're called the Hamburglers, I think. But um, basically, uh, he he's he's too polite to burgle people's houses, so he always botches the the job by going to the door and asking if he can rob people. And obviously, when he goes to ask to rob people, they like tell him, you know, where to go, hit him with newspaper stuff like that. And uh, one day he goes to Drew Barrymore's door and she's actually really polite and lets him rob things. And uh, that's, yeah, so it kind of develops into a love story of that then. I mean, like, I could 100% see that. You know what the sad part is, is I can 100% see that being made. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not fair. You should have that patented, that idea. Oh, no, I have that. Um, I, I already said I'll, I'll sue the arse off anybody who steals it. Um because that, that it sounds like a Netflix original, definitely. Like, yeah, Netflix are coming out with some questionable things. <laughs> they are, and I don't know. Like over lockdown, especially, it was it, it was handy to have all those streaming services. I downloaded so many streaming services. Oh my god, I've joined everything. <laughs> you got the Disney Plus? Of course, I have Disney Plus. Yeah, that was a stupid question. Yeah, of course, you do. Like, but not. <laughs> Disney Plus is good, actually, to be fair. Like, especially this time of year now, because this is the time of year where you definitely go back and watch all those kind of movies. Yeah, um, it's great for Christmas. I don't like the live action remakes of movies, though. What do you think of them? So I only like one, and that is Beauty and the Beast. That's the uh, only one I think stay true to the, the film. 
the yeah. animated. But the rest, like, I'm kind of like, just come up with your own ideas for your own movies. Yeah, like, they made absolute shit of Mulan, like, and that was one of my favourite ones, you know? Mulan, I think, was a good movie on its own, but it wasn't Mulan. I didn't even like the movie itself. I just thought it didn't really make it any sense. It kind of reminded you know? me of some Jackie Chan film that I saw years ago. Like, yeah. I, like I'm being dead serious now. Like, I can't remember the name of it. I it, did just, watch, it reminded yeah. me of another movie I saw. I watched the, the live action version of The Lion King. No, that was just a cut for cut fucking remake. Like, so that didn't really make me, mean that. much to me. Do you know, it's it's basically just a live action version, basically. No, to be honest with you, the, they have a good cast, like, and the singing is good and stuff like that. So it's definitely worth t- checking out. But to be honest with you, don't expect anything different or anything kind of new. It's it's essentially a cut for cut remake. It's just in live action with live action animals, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I refuse. I refuse to watch it in live action because... You can't take away The Lion King like the original. Like, you're never going to beat that. I know, but it's kind of cool seeing uh, Mufasa. Doesn't, actually, I was thinking about Mufasa. Doesn't Mufasa sound like the, like an Irish way to say, like, it doesn't, actually. I don't know I don't know where I was going with that bit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mufasa. Um, no, but Mufasa um, in live action and Sinbad and Lul in live action, you know, it's kind of cool, like, you know? Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I just don't think I'm ever going to watch it. Beyonce plays Nala and it's 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 um it's questionably attractive. I think, <laughs> you see, I think it should be a younger person playing Nala and I could get like <laughs> slated for this. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. So. <gasps> this is yeah. the number one Beyonce club. We are all the single ladies. Like this is literally the this show is based off um, a Beyonce song that she had years ago that never actually got made and you can't prove it existed but it's called Absolutely <laughs> Savage so it actually you can't insult Beyonce on this show I'm not insulting her I'm just I wouldn't like I wouldn't go to a concert of hers like or anything but no nah, not a, I, I do I do appreciate her talent but I'm not again it's just not my style of music to be totally honest with you she had some yeah it just wouldn't be, be my you know? I think I liked her Sasha Fierce album and then after that it was just it just wasn't my genre anymore What's that? Uh, what's the one with that song? Uh, Listen to the song here in my that's heart. From, that's from the musical Dreamgirls. Oh, is that from a movie, is it? Yeah, it's from a musical. She was acting in it. Ah, oh, very good. I actually, I didn't know that, to yeah. be honest, which I just, I, I, I just liked the song. I just heard <laughs> it and I really liked it. Yeah, it's one of the biggest ones, isn't it? Nah, yeah. I know, like, I mean, she's stuck. She's she's an unbelievable singer, let's be totally honest. But yeah, again, it's just oh, not yeah, my she style. She can't be beat like, but yeah, she's just not my type either. I could definitely bait her, I'd say. Bait her? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Bait her? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Bait her in what? Like physically or vocally? or? <laughs> I could bait her in a game of chess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was just—I don't know why that made me laugh. It was just the reaction. I was just doing—I was just being an arsehole. Like I was saying, you were like, she can't be beat. I was like, I could bait her, and you were like, bait her in what? Like, oh my god! Oh god! No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually can't wait to go to a concert again. I know. Yeah, we were at the Coronas. That was class. Was that the last time we actually physically saw each other? I think that is literally the last time we physically saw each other, yeah. Jesus Christ. And now we're not even virtually looking at each other because you couldn't be arsed. 
No, but I, um, I have not changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, like I do miss the concerts. I used to go to see the Coronas every year. Like that was my thing. Like, um, but I had a load of concerts lined up for the summer. I had the Killers. I had the script. I had what other ones did I have? I had someone else. I had the Coronas again. And did I have someone else? I can't remember. But I had the Killers, which was the one I was really looking forward to because I've never been to see the Killers. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, there was really good ones on in Cork this year as well. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, your man uh, that we were on about there earlier, Dermot Kennedy, is it? Yeah, I'd love to see him. I'd also really like to see Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, to be fair, he seems like a bit of... Do you know what, though? I'm kind of, it's not his fault. I think he's extremely talented, but I think his music has been just shoved down our throats at this stage, though. Yeah, I like... It'll be a good sing-song. It's that song, uh, someone you loved. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, Christ, like, you know, <laughs> like if we were on Juice at the time, that's all we would have fucking heard, I'd say, you know? Oh my God. Yeah, like there's still there's still some songs I cannot listen to because of how much they were on loop inside that studio. Um, One Kiss by Julie, remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And what was like Freaky Friday? Oh, really that sucked ass. Oh. Yeah, but on my last show, the Juice Extract, my co-presenter played it four times in a row and I walked off the show. What a stand-up guy. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Actually, I, I've actually I've met Ross a few times since. Um I have to I have to say he's he's actually I passed him a few times. Yeah. I, I he was working for a charity company, um, and I actually met him uh, out in the streets. No, but what I'd say, like, I've met Ross a few times and uh, he's actually, not to be fair, he's doing fairly well for himself. Um, I had a good chat with him. So Yeah, I, I meet yeah. him. He works or lives, I don't know which one, the same area as where I work. So I meet him the odd time. No, he yeah, he actually works for a charity company. I think he was telling me they're located by 96FM actually. So yeah, that's, um, no, it's good. Like, it's nice. It's always nice to meet, um, to meet people. Uh you know, like, cause, cause we were we, like, we were very close in that in that course because it was so it was a performing arts course essentially. So we were all we all got our personality out there, like, you know. Oh yeah, like it was a group of dramatics, but like not dramatics as in we were all down each other's throats, but like we were there to make a name for ourselves essentially. And I think we did. <laughs> I know, but. Uh, <laughs> I know I would like I I we've been saying it for a long time, but it's hard. Like adults are hard to get back together. But I would love if we could all get together again. I think it would be class. Um, I've gotten together with a few people since uh, a few of the lads and stuff. Like, but you know, haven't really had a proper like all of us together night out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I've literally only seen Siobhan. I haven't seen Siobhan now since we graduated. I'd say yeah. And she did go to Australia. She did. I, I actually, I was on tour in Australia because, you know, Australia went on fire. 2020's been a crazy year, hasn't it? Australia <laughs> went on fire at one stage. In case you weren't um, listening. World War III was on tre- threatening. Yeah, World War Three nearly happened. Like, 2020 started off. We should have known that it was going to turn into the fucking apocalypse. Like, because it, it started off uh, with, with, as you say, World War Three lingering. Um Then Australia went on fire. Like, there's probably an awful lot more than not thinking of straight away, but I got on to Siobhan while, while she was over there being like, uh, hey, uh, Norsus Australia is on fire. Hope you're alive. <laughs> like, you know, I genuinely was actually thinking like, fuck it, I actually know somebody over there. Like, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's mad. And I think they had a lot of fires there as well recently. They're in the middle of their summer. No, that was just a bonfire, no. um, bonfire night. Don't worry about that. It was fine. <laughs> oh, God. Did I think California my... had a lot of fires. <laughs> Did you miss my sense of humor? Oh, greatly. <laughs> no one else has it. I love the fact that everybody who says that is genuinely like very like yeah totally yeah like no I did I did I actually miss every person that I went to college with I miss every person I've ever met I met my mother five minutes ago in the kitchen and I missed her already ma'am do you know <laughs> I just I just uh, yeah I, I shook the microphone uh stand and started going like <laughs> sorry about that um this is a very unprofessional show, uh, as you can see. <laughs> it's like a catch-up that everyone can listen to. Yeah, and because I, I was thinking, at one stage there we were talking about just people we've met or whatever, and I'm like, okay, a lot of people don't know who this is, but I, I like the intimacy of this show. I like listening to those type of shows. Yeah, and well, especially if you're associated with it. Like, I, I do hope like people we went to college with are listening. Hi, I'm in your ear. You know, like... Um, <laughs> I do no, but I actually do because I, I, that's what I like about doing this show is that I kind of do it just for me for the most part because I, I basically base it on a show that I'd like to listen to and then hopefully the listeners yeah. that I get are the type of ones that you know that I can relate to you know yeah like there's no point doing something that's not authentic to you yeah, and this this is definitely this. My voice keeps going like <laughs> serious. I think I'm actually going through puberty Liberty. again. Like, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like every now and then, I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I did <laughs> the other day. And it's actually it's 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 quite humiliating to be honest. Um, not like I'm learning as I go. You know, like this is the first type of thing I've done like this as in independent. Um not being able to press a button to play music i have to kind of go on myself no the, the fact that it's not live is a big like you know relief like that anything we say here can just be edited out like you know yeah that like that is a big thing like if i was on live right now i'd be shaking i know and that's and, and like to, to be fair you have to respect people who are on talk radio like as in live oh, talk radio to. like it was fine for us, like, because I could just be like, coming up on the boost now, we've got this, that, the other, or Cahill would say something, and... But we also kind know. of knew that yeah. not many people were tuned in. Um, we, 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 I can't speak, I know my voice is gone. We actually had a good enough um, listenership overall, I think, because we actually, like, when there was a competition or something, you know, a lot of people used to we get involved. We did get good competitions. Yeah, very good competition. I can yeah. remember myself and Siobhan getting into my car one day and going to every business in Cork. Like, we're a local student radio station. We need prizes. And we came home with a boot full of stuff. The two of you were amazing during that time, though. I remember actually thinking, like, we're, we're so fucking lucky to have the two. Like, like you know, in fairness now, like, I'm not, you know... I I know I'm friends. I'm not having a kind of a oh this is trying to look nice on on the radio like on the radio, <laughs> but like not genuinely. We were very lucky to have you involved because you did so much from that point of view, and that's actually what makes you know a station run so well is is those kind of things you know PR and stuff like that. Like yeah, and remember the outside broadcast you did. That was yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Like, but again, that was freezing. 
again, like that was amazing and I loved it. But that's the kind of thing where I was front and center for that, but I actually did fuck all for that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and you did, like you had to stand there and talk and like loads of people were passing watching. We were in a public place. Yeah. We weren't in the comfort of a studio there. It was definitely something different. It's definitely something I want to experience again. Like for you, it was a bit different. Well, maybe because... not Cork on Ice. No, not Cork on Ice, maybe. But the one that she did um, was was it was a lot more intimate, really. You know, it was like a studio where people were coming in to interact, but mostly there wasn't an awful lot of people around. You know, there was nobody there. Let's call it spade. <laughs> I'm trying to there be. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> it was like it was no one's fault. Like we were told that there was this big school exhibition happening that day, and we thought it'd be great. We won't say where it was, but. Anyway, there wasn't. They had the exhibition that morning and brought us in that evening. Can yeah, you remember yeah. us all lying down on the ground in a tent? Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, do you know what, though? That was incredible, I have to say. I really enjoyed that it part. Was, but like. <laughs> it, it's a shame we can't really explain where we were because that outside no, of context, that makes no sense. <laughs> so we were at this thing and they didn't invite us till the evening and there was no one around. And then we'd end up li- lying down in the tent. I don't know what the fuck, like this makes no sense. Like, you know, but yeah, no, th- those were good. Those were good times. Like, cause like, do you know what it was though? Was I always remember there was just pure crack. Like, like we, we really got on really well, you know? And I really enjoyed the yeah. laugh, like it was because it really was a great laugh. Even when we were spinning around in the car with you or whatever, that was some laugh, like you know. Anyone who gets into the car with me <laughs> has to laugh or else they'll cry. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a scary experience uh, for people who <laughs> much better now. For people who don't know, Katie has extreme road rage. Um, I do not have. <laughs> no, no, Katie. The way to deal with your problems is to confront them straight up. Um, you know. The, the, the path to the path to being cured is to admit your uh, shortcomings and that man will never recover from what you said to him that day so look you're, you're going to have to learn to to, to, to to try and better yourself like there is anger management courses and stuff you know oh god <laughs> do you imagine I don't if, think I said boo to a ghost can you imagine if you actually had just snapped at a fucker someday and I just outed you right here like that would be so unfair <laughs> oh yeah, my god no, no I was, it was I don't have yeah. those it I was those um, memories in my car it was such a fun time to be fair um, I really enjoyed a lot of it and as I say, it's great to catch up with people. I'm going to get uh, everyone I can that I was involved because radio personalities are obviously the people I want to get on this. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's it, it is it, it it's it's great to have people that I that I was once so close with involved with this because we, I forgot how well like even me and you talking here like how well we actually communicate and bounce off each other. You know, it's it's, it's great to have that feeling again. Like you know, yeah, it's it's really nice. So I love catching up with everyone. Because it's just like you gel right back in. It, there's no awkwardness. It's just straight away we're back to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you read the news, don't you? I don't read the news. So I. I've I heard report. you read the news. I've heard you read the news. Um, you've heard me do reports. I've heard you do reports. So That's I started right. when I when I first started. I read, um, but then the opportunity came for me to go out in my car and do reporting. Yeah. So I kind of go to go to the news and then report it back to the studio. Yeah, yeah. 
I know, like I, I actually used to enjoy reading the news um, because that's actually my first ever thing that I ever did in radio, which is going back a good few years now on uh, community radio. Y'all, I read the, read the news, but it was completely different. I think I was talking about this to you before. It's a completely different presentation in community radio, you know. Yeah, I can remember, actually, I used to read the news for you and Cahill's show in college. That's right. Yeah. And like, you would like text me your show. Your news was at like four o'clock and you would text me at three yeah, when Jesus. you do the news. And I would like, I am late to everything. So I would text <laughs> you like 10 to four, like have it printed. And I'd run in and just read it. And then yeah. you'd send me off to McDonald's down the road to go get you food. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be talking to me through the radio wherever I fair hope Katie comes back with a cheeseburger and there I am outside the window with a cheeseburger oh the nostalgia yeah no like because I what I loved about when people were reading the news um yeah to be fair you used to give us anxiety attacks when you used to come in like no to be fair to you you were never late I'll give you that but you were never on time you were cutting it fine is what I'd say but to be fair to you you always did come in and delivered it I will give you that. But we used to literally have the fucking thing printed off you and throw it at you and go live now. Because we had to have it at the time. Like it wasn't it wasn't we like we could go. It, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like we could because remember it used to automatically come in. That was a fucking oh that was scary. It was here. And it was like, oh shit, you know. I'll never forget the time I was reading it and it was Gary when we had this big show switch up. So it was I think you and Gary were doing the show or something. And there was sports yeah. news, news, and I was supposed to read out Pep Guardiola. Sure, I'd never heard of that man before <laughs> that. So on live radio, there's me, Pep Guardiola. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and the whole news cut off because we all just started laughing. <laughs> that that was very funny. But you know what though, it was student radio. We could 100% get away with just acting silly like that, and that that's what made it fun. You know, like it was great. <laughs> I remember one time as well as Siobhan was reading the, the traffic and she's not from Cork. She, she's a Kerry woman, but she um she was reading the uh, traffic news and she said, there's a, there's a great holdup down by Tivoli. <laughs> it was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for those people outside of Cork, uh, it's Tivoli. Um, nah, but like, it, it, it is, it's funny, like, because I often read things wrong, like, but I had to kind of like go through the script first and like write down you know like the actual pronunciation that's what yeah. you should have been fucking doing if i arrived <laughs> if i turned up um it could have worked yeah no there was like what i loved about reading the news well i didn't i didn't love it at the time like during it but i remember after because i used to be at it myself like was trying to distract people while they were reading which is really fucking stupid uh, when you think of it you know <laughs> and do you know what i hate as well when we had these group projects and we had to stand in front of each other and record our pieces Oh yeah, I that used to be so Because I hate that. Because everyone, like, nobody's going to take you seriously when you're trying to record. Like, I, I had my, no. I had say, I had my sexy news voice that I used to do. Like, a man in Cork's been arrested today for me, and I tried a gravelly thing. I don't know why, but um, because it doesn't sound fucking good. But I remember trying to do like a news read one time, and Gary just would not stop making me laugh. And I, it actually got to a point where I had to say, "Will you please shut the fuck up while I'm reading?" Like, seriously, do you know. You remember the documentaries we had to do that nearly like tore us all apart? Oh yeah, like, those documentaries. Individually. Yeah, that was um that was fun. And that's something that I remember when I first went into that course, 
I remember the idea of documentaries was really interesting to me because I used to listen to a lot of radio documentaries, you know. Then you had to make one. I had to make one and it turned, it actually, I used to have PTSD. Like even, even sometimes I record like, you know, um, bits from my show, like just stupid little bits where it's, it's pre-recorded audio or whatever, like a, a kind of a, you know, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not an audio drama, but just a bit of satire or whatever. And even at that, I'd be like, oh, I can go back and edit this now. And mm. I know it sounds really lazy, <laughs> but they're making a documentary. Like I have a lot of respect for people who make um, documentaries because it's it's not easy. Like it, it, there's a lot of work. Yeah, we goes just into it. Like the, the paperwork and everything as if we were making a real one. And like, I yeah. just, I can never, I'll never forget that. I still go back and listen to mine sometimes because I stayed up for 24 hours. I walked in, handed it to the teacher and was like, all right, I'm going home to bed. Goodbye. I remember that, because yeah. there was not, none of us actually, like we had six months to do it. Yeah. And not one of us took six months to do it. We took six days. <laughs> we had, yeah, when you think of it, we had six months to do that. And we, all of us did it like last minute. That's so fucking like typical, isn't it? Um, it traumatized me though because when I went to college in for the add-on year the year after we had to make a documentary I handed up the one I did inside CSN do you know what though that's actually I handy, was not doing fair. a second one I was like no way am I doing another one because I remember we had to like apply for funding <laughs> and I was like oh Jesus we had to actually did we have to send them away like as if it was legit no no we sent them to the teacher like Oh yeah, because I just for some reason I actually remember looking at it being like, how the fuck do I apply for funding? What the what am I actually trying to make here? I can't I can't remember what I made mine on. I think it was local music or something. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't that great anyway. Yeah, I did mine on um <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. It's a really serious subject. <laughs> but like, I <laughs> I tore into secondary schools and mental health. Like I just yeah. I did not do it at all. Like Oh my general, god! Actually, I yeah. was really one-sided and biased against secondary schools. Yeah, I actually remember that. Actually, was no, it actually was quite good to be fair. Um, yeah, no, that that was. But again, like I, that's something that should be focused on. Yeah, okay, maybe it was coming at it from a definitely an impartial point of view. But look, you 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 go, you learn as you go. Like you know, at that age, you're very kind of thinking like, oh, well, I'm right anyway. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> I I would stand by that. I would make the exact same thing today. Mm. The biggest benefit that I've gotten over the last few years, and in recent times especially, the biggest gift I've been given is the gift of being able to be wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's something yeah. that I didn't really have before, but now I have my opinions or whatever. But I'm always willing to hear what other people think. You know, which I wasn't you as open be. before. Do you know? No, you kind of have to be, especially these days. There's like five opinions. There's not one or two. Hmm there's a hundred yeah and like that's what i like about this show though in particular is that i can have people to say like no matter what like whether i agree or disagree with them just to hear like okay you believe this for a different reason to what i believe you know something different like it's it's like we're all different and that's kind of good you know what i was saying to glenn is it good is it not it depends on your mood on the day like you know <laughs> it is so but like you have chalk and cheese on with me and glenn you know you have completely different people <laughs> I'd like to hear that I actually. Think anyway. <laughs> you should you should no. do an independent podcast, just the two of you, you know. <laughs> I don't know how that would I actually think that'd be very entertaining. But you see, it's strange because as you were saying there about like chalk and cheese personalities, there's certain people that I did not gel with on air. Um 
and there were certain people that I really gelled with. I think me and you did very well. We did a great show that I was actually listening to not so long ago, and it was on International Women's Day, which I really enjoyed that one, to be honest. Oh, yeah. That was class. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, that was really good. That was when we were switched up because I refused to say where I was. Yeah. No, to be fair, that was um, that was a lot of fun. Um, no, but again, like fun. there was other people on the show, like or on the on the, the station. Was like, it you there when someone stole my car? <laughs> I was there for that. You know what? I found that funny, and I, I said it to him. I did say it to him, right? <laughs> don't do this. I said, don't. Like I didn't dig him on. Now, to be fair, I learned the type of guy he was that. Um, yeah, but to be fair now, right, it is funny to look back on. And I still see that photo <laughs> that one of you made cropped out of me going, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? We, uh, it was, uh, I think it was Darren um, photoshopped into that. Yeah, that was funny. And I'm standing at the school door. No, but uh, when I saw how angry you were about it, I didn't find it funny. But I remember um, at the time it was quite funny. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, I know. Like, but again, to look back on. It is, but a lot of things are funny in hindsight, you know. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, there's things that have been done to me as a joke that I reacted to badly over the years. Like, it just, yeah, looking back, you can be like, er, fuck it, you know what? That was a laugh. He he meant, you know, well by it. He I meant think a overall. joke by it. Well, <laughs> yeah. It was a joke. It's just ah, at it the was, moment, yeah. I was like, where is my car? Uh, one of the funniest memories that I have with you is. Remember we were out one night and I don't know we were in the, I don't know if you remember this. This is really random as well. This has nothing to do with broadcasting or anything. We were in the Maradike or somewhere and we were sitting down and this got like this, this group of girls walked in and one of them just fell flat in her fucking face and the two of us <laughs> just burst out laughing right into like we were the were, only two there. No one else was on yet. We were the only <laughs> two sitting there. It was actually like <laughs> it's just because and like, can you imagine it was if you so walked obvious in, as well. I because know, we were the only two inside that place for them and she just walked in and splashed <laughs> yeah no fucking yeah like exactly like but can you imagine if you walked into a place fell flat in your fucking face you see two people like ah! <laughs> i know like i i really i really did enjoy the time uh that we had uh in the course it was it was great crack to be fair um learned an awful lot as well you know yeah yeah, hopefully they'll get to meet up. Anyway, Katie, I think we've talked about an awful lot, really, to be honest. I don't think there's much more we can cover. I don't think so. It's been a tough year. Um, I'd love to have you back anyway, to be honest with you, if you'd be willing for that. I'll give it a go, sure. <laughs> Katie, I'm delighted to have caught up with you. Um, thanks I'm, very much. Thanks very much. And look, listen... Uh, we haven't talked in a while, but it's great to see that we still get on so well. Delighted I can call you my friend. Um, delighted that we can still. Uh, um, you see, you ruined it. I was trying to be, and you went, ah, ruined the whole thing, right? This is me trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> All right. No, it is good. It is. No, but, Merry um, Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, and I'll see you again soon, hopefully. All right, take care. Yeah, hopefully. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. I hope goodbye, you enjoyed the ride. Enjoyed it's the absolutely ride. savage it's and it's David's podcast show.